WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. What QC Kinetics is doing for people here is nothing short of amazing. I'm talking real, lasting relief from joint pain. Hey, it's Steve Russell. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in exciting new pain treatments with advanced regenerative medicine, non-surgical alternatives. If you're living with joint pain from injury or arthritis, don't let them tell you steroids, pain meds, and surgery are your only options. QC Kinetics uses regenerative treatments that can restore and repair damaged tissue. Maybe you've been diagnosed with bone-on-bone arthritis. You've been told you need a replacement. Call QC Kinetics now for an alternative way to deal with the pain. These amazing protocols work with pain caused by injury as well, like a torn meniscus or rotator cuff. Call QC Kinetics now. Don't keep living with that pain. Learn how regenerative medicine can give your life back with no drugs and no surgery. Now with clinics in Ocala, the Villages, and in Gainesville. 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. QC Kinetics. If you're a diabetic, we have great news. You can end the painful finger sticks with a new CGM. Plus, they may be covered by Medicare, Medicaid, or private insurance. If you test and inject daily, you may qualify. Call U.S. Med now to learn more. 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652. That's 800-513-1652. Mr. Of course I use Mr. Clean Magic Eraser to clean tough messes off my stovetop and bathtub. But then I discovered I can also use it to easily clean my patio furniture and even my shoes. I'm hooked! And when wipes won't cut it, I use Magic Eraser Sheets. They're thin and flexible erasers, perfect for everyday messes, like gunk on my counters and sinks. They really are magical. The reviews are in. Mr. Clean Magic Eraser and Sheets make cleaning look easy. Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Man, we made it. Finally to Friday. Welcome into a Friday edition of Sports Scene, ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. I'm Steve Russell. Time to eat some lunch and talk some sports. Uh, if you listen to the show uh, on a regular basis and have for a long time, I always try to give uh, new producers a chance to introduce themselves and say hello. So I'm going to do that right now for our new producer today. Tell us who you are. Hi, I'm Meg Matthews. Okay. Thank you, Meg. Meg is going to produce today. Uh, and she will take your phone calls. We will take your phone calls, questions, and comments Three nine two eight two five five, and you can email uh, s russell at wruf dot com. Uh, today, uh, we will give you the game night weather. Uh, UF forecaster Megan Borowski will be here at the uh, top of the one o'clock hour to give you that. It is also prognostication Friday, and uh, we have some. Really good games for you uh, to talk about today. And uh, the games are Auburn, Ole Miss, Penn State, Michigan, Oklahoma State, TCU, Arkansas, BYU, Alabama, Tennessee, Mississippi State, Kentucky, 
USC Utah, and of course, the score of the Gator game. As I always ask, why? Why are you predicting that score? So let's hope we'll have a good day today. 3928255, that is the number to call. Already uh, had some uh, pre show emails. Stephen says, great interview with Mick Hubert yesterday. Read an article about how Mick and Jim McElwain went at it nose to nose after an interview that had made McElwain mad. Did you have any difficulties with the Gator X coach? With Coach McElwain? Difficulties. Um, well, he never, ever set foot in here. Uh, we, we got along, and the reason that we did, uh, Stephen, was because we had a shared love of music. You know, that, that's the one thing uh, that during an interview I would sort of reference sometimes, and he would like it. Um, I can remember this plain as day. I was scheduled to meet with him, uh, do a live interview with him uh, in his office, and it was for 11.30, which I knew I was going to have to, you know, hurry up and do to get back here because it was in his office. He came out about 10 minutes to 12 and said, why are you here? Needless to say, didn't have time to do the interview because I had to get back here, and he didn't do the interview. And uh, I've also reached out uh, to have him on the show uh, since he left here, uh, but he has not returned the favor. So no, no ill will. He's welcome anytime. Daryl, we'll start our calls today. Daryl, hi. Steve, how are you today? All right. Steve, let's uh, talk about the game tomorrow night before we get into the pitch today, if you don't mind. All right. All right. I'm going to put your coaching hat on, Steve. All right. Florida wins, Florida wins the toss. Do you elect to take the ball? Do you play defense and defer to the second half? Defer. This is just me. Defer. Okay. I, I'm, a, I'm disagreement with you on that one, Steve, because I feel like our defense hadn't stopped anybody really this year. Why not go down and try to score and jump on LSU early? One score is not going to make any difference. Okay, I understand that. Right, that, that's why. I, I would rather have the chance. Here's the other thing that I think people don't understand. If you get the last, if you defer, if you get the last possession of the first half, you then get the first possession of the second half. So you can get back-to-back possessions if it works out that way. So I just think I want to have the chance to get the ball first in the second half, knowing the score, knowing what's happened in the first half, as opposed to, okay, I'll, I'll take the ball, not knowing anything, and maybe not scoring. That's just me. Okay. Steve, how do you feel about all these coaches' these analytics? I mean, this says do this, this says do that. How do you feel about analytics? I get asked that a lot, Daryl. And I, 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 let me try to give you an analogy, okay? Okay. If, if, I'm, if I'm constructing something, if I'm trying to do a job, and there's information, let's not call it analytics. Let's call it information. There's information there about how to do it or the best way to do it or the best way to build it. Well, that's analytics, if you will, right? It's a guide. 
It's a guide. And I think a lot of coaches believe in it. A lot of coaches go with it. Some coaches go with their gut. But there's a reason for analytics because it does give you information about, you know, successes on downs and distances or whatever it happens to be. Okay. Great explanation. Steve, can I get on to the picks then? Sure. Uh, Auburn, Ole Miss. I have Ole Miss. Penn State, Michigan. Michigan. Arkansas, BYU. Uh, give me Arkansas. Oklahoma State, TCU. Um, give me Oklahoma State. Steve. Mississippi State, Kentucky. Got to go with the Pirates. USC, Utah. Uh, that's probably in Salt Lake City. I'm going to go with Utah and upset. Okay. Alabama, Tennessee. Steve, until you beat the best, you got to prove it to me. I'm going with Bama. All right. And Gator scoring why? Oh, my gosh, Steve. It's been, what, since 2018 since we beat LSU. We're due, but it's going to be tight. It's going to be a 24-20 to 20 type game. Florida wins it because it's a home. Now, if we're playing at LSU, like you said yesterday, it might be a different story. I think this game means more to Florida because it's a home game, Steve. Yep. All right. Daryl, thank you. Appreciate your call. Total package, what's up? Hey, Russ. Um, since the Mets are gone and you're a New York boy, are you going to start rooting for the Yanks? I don't root against them, uh, but, I, but I'll use your word. Do I pull for them? Do I root for them? No, I don't. But I'm not I – don't, I don't say lose either. I'm kind of ambivalent, to be honest. Okay. Um, switching over to something I don't ever talk about, high school football – um, view hopes. I mean, what do you think their odds or chances of winning a, a state title? Um, they're a good team. Now, you know, who do you get matched up with? You know, what's the strength of that team versus your team? But they're, they're built for this. They've benefited a lot from transfers. That's really helped them. Uh, I think Coach Woodmore is a good coach. So, yeah, they've got, it. They've got a shot. Okay, and then switching over to softball, I know they've got some games coming up. Um, are you going to be able to have Coach on at all? Uh, I don't usually have him on in the fall just because it's fall. I mean, just like I had Sully on. Um, but, you know, who knows? I mean, it's an, I'm not going to do many shows next week because I'm going to take a couple of days off. But usually if I do have him on, it's after fall ball. What you think? What happened? That sort of thing. Yeah, look, looking forward to those new recruits. Um, let me do the pick now, please. All right. Uh, USC, Utah. I'm going to go with the home team, Utah. Mississippi State, Kentucky. Everybody's in love with Mississippi State. I'm going with Kentucky. Arkansas, BYU. I'll go with BYU. Okie State, TCU. That's going to be a high-scoring game. I'm going to go with Okie State. Penn State, Michigan. That's a tough one, but um, Michigan doesn't get any credit or love this year being ranked like fourth, and I'm going to say Michigan. All right, Auburn, Ole Miss. Ole Miss. Alabama, Tennessee. I think it's going to be uh, Tennessee winning by at least two touchdowns. Wow. Uh, Gator score why? I'm afraid to say that this is a weird game, and it seems like the team that's on the road seems to play better, and I think uh, we might get beat 24-21. All right, thank you. Appreciate your call. Justin, welcome to Sports Scene. Justin, go ahead. Uh, yeah, sorry, Steve. So, wanted to talk a little bit about recruiting for a second. Okay. Um, 
So, obviously, we picked up a couple guys yesterday. Mm-hmm. We got some momentum on the trail. Um, there's There seems to be a lot of momentum and a little bit of fire around Cormani McLean. Uh, did you see this kind of outburst as far as recruiting goes, like general consensus with the people involved in the program to where there's a potential top five class coming in? Uh, did I think top five? No. Uh, did I think top ten? Yes. Because he, if you look at who he has and his staff, he's got some good recruiters. Yeah. And, and, and look at the positions, you know, Patrick Tony. You know, that relationship, who he's had in the past. So, yeah, I mean, I, I thought that that would pick up. Yes. I didn't know about top five, but I thought top ten. Now, do you, So it seems like the majority of our high-end recruits that we have coming in are on the in kind of the defensive yep. backfield. Do you feel like there's a correlation between what we're seeing on the field to them being a main priority on the trail? Uh, I'm not. Yes and no. I mean, look. If you take a look at what's weak with Florida, right? Wouldn't you want more defensive linemen, perhaps? Yeah. Right. Definitely defensive tackle. Yes. So that hasn't necessarily happened. But right. again, you're talking about a guy in Tony who has a great reputation as not only a recruiter but a coach and putting guys in the NFL, blah, blah, blah. So the fact that Florida is having success there doesn't surprise me at all. Okay. All right, so I'd like to get in on the picks, man. Okay. Auburn, Ole Miss. Uh, Give me Ole Miss. Penn State, Michigan. Michigan. Arkansas, BYU. I'm going to go BYU. Okie State, TCU. Give me TCU. Mississippi State, Kentucky. Uh, give me Mississippi State. USC, Utah. I think USC gets them. Alabama, Tennessee. Hate to say it, I think I think Tennessee is going to break the streak. Give me Tennessee. And Gator scoring what? Yeah, this is tough. Uh, give me Florida 31-21. Um, I think we're going to finally kick us a good field goal this weekend, so give me those three points on there. I think the defense is going to show up in the second half. Uh Richardson's going to do his thing this weekend. I think we got a good game plan. So it's Tom Petty Day. I just don't see us losing. Uh, give me Florida, man. All right, Justin, thank you for your call. John, hang in. Get right to you at 1214. Time check brought to you by Hayes Chillery, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Kate Garanti. Gator Volleyball is back in action as the team takes on Mississippi State tonight. The Gators have won 10 of their last 11 matches. Coverage of that game will begin right here at 845. Coming off a homecoming weekend win against Missouri, Gator football is set to take on the LSU Tigers Saturday night. Coverage of that game will begin right here Saturday at 3. For Gator women's basketball, guard Zippy Broughton will be out for the season due to an undisclosed injury. However, she will remain a strong voice in the program. In the MLB, the NLDS games will be played today, as well as the Yankees-Guardians game that was postponed from yesterday. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Kate Carenanti. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Southeast Car Agency, 310 Northeast 39th Avenue in Gainesville. 
How many years have you heard me talk about what the Cousins family does? Good reason, because for a lot of years, I have driven Southeast Car Agency vehicles because I trust them, because every time I purchased a vehicle from there, it's been great. Lasted me a long time, low maintenance. And when I went to get the vehicle, the most impressive thing, the selection of vehicles I had to choose from, different makes and models, years, speeds of transmission, all that stuff, but the salespeople, they were great. Never hard, sell, never hard sold me at all. What do you want to test drive? I'll get it up here for you. Go do it. You want to walk down, check, check out the vehicles for yourself? Here, here's a list of them. Go do it. About as easy and just chill as it gets. And that's what's great about Southeast Car Agency. Go online, secars.com. You can check them out that way as well. Or as I said, go see them at Northeast 39th Avenue in Gainesville. What you must do, however, when you do go see them, Tell them Sports Scene sent you to Southeast Car Agency. Why do we have to be told not to repay evil for evil? Because revenge is our gut instinct. You wrong me, I wrong you. You hurt me, I hurt you. You cause me pain, I'm done with you. But God says wait. You can't fight sin with sin. Even when it feels justified or fair to respond to evil with evil, the only winner is evil. A suggestion. Choose a different way, an honorable way. Make the choice not to retaliate or hold a grudge, but to forgive. Now, sometimes people will not want to reconcile or acknowledge the pain they have caused. If you wait for them to make amends, you might be waiting for your entire life. Yet we're called to forgive regardless of how they respond to the wrong they've done to us. This is what we see in Jesus on the cross. He teaches us to forgive others as he has forgiven us when we don't deserve it. This is Bryant Wright, speaking right from my heart. Visit rightfromtheheart.org and click television to watch our TV spots. That's rightfromtheheart.org. As a small business owner, you've got ings to do. That's why the UPS Store is here to help. From printing to shredding, even mailboxing, you can get every ing your small business needs all done in one trip, saving you time for all your other ings, like professional photo taking or just enjoying family dinner. The UPS Store, every ing for small business all in one place. The UPS Store. The UPS Store locations are independently owned. Product, services, pricing, and hours may vary. See Center for details. How do you decide who to call when you're injured in an accident? Don't call a branch office of a figurehead that lives in a far-off city. Call an attorney that is local to your community, one that gives back to your community and wins cases right here in Gainesville. I'm Jack Fine with Fine Farcash and Parla Piano, and I live here in this community with you. We go to the same grocery stores as you. We attend the Gator football games with you. When we are fighting against insurance companies for our clients, it's personal. Visit ffplaw.com for a free consultation. In over three decades of jewelry retailing at other places, John D. Sapatino has never been able to offer his customers what he can today at International Diamond Center. The amount of inventory here is unbelievable. A lot of people go on Pinterest looking for that perfect ring, and you know what? 99% of the time, we're going to have it for That's because IDC has designer rings other stores only wish they could offer, like Takori, Viraggio, Kirk Tara, A. Joffe, Henry Dossie, and other very exclusive names. We were selected in the industry to be able to carry these top designers. This is what women are asking for. 
This is what they're talking to their friends, and this is what they're looking for, and we're able to deliver that. If you still can't find the right look, IDC can also custom design a ring for you using the latest technology. I have people that have a little sketch they drew on a napkin. We can sit down, design it out for you, basically take your dreams and turn them into reality. International Diamond Center, always doing whatever it takes to make you a raving fan and family for life. The smiles, the laughs, and the hugs that we get are bar none the best. At Celebration Point. That's what it's all about, yep. Online at shopidc.com. The future is now. Balls out. Gators say they have it. Oh, and it is Florida football. The Gators renew their rivalry with the LSU Tigers. To the five. Chop, chop, chop. Touchdown, Gators. Kickoff is set for 7 Eastern, 6 Central, with pregame starting at 4 Eastern, 3 Central, right here on your home for Florida Gators football. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Bump, set, spike. We are your home for Gator women's volleyball. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is Gator Volleyball Head Coach Mary Wise, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Speaking of that, Gator Volleyball tonight, they're at Mississippi State. They'll play tomorrow, too. Uh, Mark says, don't know, don't like how our offense stacks up against a very athletic LSU front. Gators will struggle to consistently move the ball. Defense runs out of gas in the fourth. LSU 27, Gators 17. John, hello. Yeah, good afternoon, Steve. Uh, before I get to my picks, uh, I would like to talk a little bit about Anthony Richardson, just kind of giving the small sample side. We've got six games this year. All right. The times when he's struggled, when he's been, it seems like he's he's been in the, in the pocket, and he and he gets indecisive. He has a little bit of time, and he just I don't think he really has. I don't know. I'm say he has confidence, but it just seems like he it really. It looks like just watching on TV that he's really indecisive. And the times that he's actually been pretty good. I mean, it's a small sample size, but I'd like to see him getting rolled out. And he when he gets to be able to roll out, he really doesn't have that. I don't know what you say is indecisive mindset, but it seems like he's been pretty accurate. He's, he's still on a two-point conversion, and he's still on a touchdown on rollout. So I'd like to see him be, be able to get him roll that pocket out, and if there ain't nothing, you know, let's, let's take him down, down the field, man. He, he, he's the, he's the, the X factor in this game for us in order for us to win. All right. And let me get the picks. USC-Utah. I'm going to say the home team, I'm going to take Utah. Mississippi State, Kentucky. You know, I, I've i always been a, a, you know, a big fan, I'm saying a big fan of Kentucky, but I like I think Mark Stoops kind of gets off the schneid this weekend. Arkansas, BYU. Uh, BYU. Oklahoma State, TCU. Okie State. Penn State, Michigan. Uh, Michigan. Auburn, Ole Miss. Uh, Ole Miss. Alabama, Tennessee. You know, one of your previous callers, I, I think this might be the time that Tennessee uh, might might get him. I'm going to pick Tennessee. And Gator scoring why? I think it's going to be 30-27, Steve. I think like one of your previous calls talked about, we got some field goals coming in this in this mix. And if, if if the fruition of what they talk about, if they can get him rolling out and, and moving the ball and, and, and moving the chains, I think Florida wins 30-27. All right. Thank you, John. Hey, Appreciate man. your call. Austin, welcome to sports team. Hey, Steve, how's it going? Good. 
I want to switch it up on you a little bit. You know, uh, since this is a big Tom Petty weekend, uh, I was wondering if you had a favorite Tom Petty song. No. And the reason I don't is because I can't give you one. I mean, he's just, I've always been a Petty fan. Um, I I saw Petty before he was Petty. Um, You know, I I lived in Murphy when I was a student. Uh, When he was in Mud Crutch, they did a a live concert uh, right in front of Murphy. They did like a street dance deal. Um, So first time I ever saw, you know, not ever knowing. And then uh, that was fun. But no, I just... If you if you said name a uh, favorite, I could give you one today and then give you another one tomorrow. So I, I just can't narrow it down. Right. I'm with you. I mean, you know, every song I hear I like of his. So, you know, he's a great artist and a, you know, Gainesville hero. Um, anyway, I uh, want to get on to the pitch, please. USC, Utah. Uh, I'm going to go uh, Utah. Mississippi State, Kentucky. Uh, I'm going to go, uh, I think Mississippi State gets it done. Arkansas, BYU. Uh, I think Arkansas. Penn State, Michigan. Uh, I think I like Penn State in the upset. Oklahoma State, TCU. Uh, I, I'm going to go Okie State. Auburn, Ole Miss. Uh, Ole Miss. Bama, Tennessee. I think, uh, you know, Nick Saban and Bama get it done. Gator score and why? I'm going to say uh, 35-28 Florida. I think it's a relatively, you know, high-scoring game. Uh, and I think, uh, you know, Anthony Richardson and the offense marched down the field and score at the end of the game. Thanks, Steve. Enjoy the show. Thank you. D, hello. Hey, what's up, Steve? Hey. Uh, get to the game right quick. Um, you know, Steve, as I look at this game, I just can't. <laughs> it's, it's two evenly matched teams, man, and the, the, the spread pretty much indicates yep, that. Yep, it does. Two and a half, three. So, I mean, uh, the only thing I think people are not talking about is the special teams. Uh, LSU special teams is atrocious. It's, it's to the point where they, I think they had a players-only meeting this week about the special teams. So, uh, the Gators got to find uh, – if that's a weakness, Florida has to find a way, you know, to take advantage of that because that could swing the, the momentum uh, one way or the other. So, uh, I think special teams is, is, one, is one thing we could take advantage of. And I think another thing, Steve, people not talking about is, and I know he'll never, he'll probably never admit it publicly, but I got to believe deep down Billy Napier wants to stick it to LSU for not even, you know, giving him an interview. Uh, he was right down there. Uh, they didn't even consider him. Uh, Corey Raymond was not retained by Brian Kelly. I know that's that's got to irk him. And we got two or three players, you know, ETN, uh, O'Neal, I, I mean, uh, Cyrus Torrance, and, uh, uh, Johnson, the running back, they're all from Louisiana. So I know this game means something to them. So I think that's another underlining uh, thing that nobody's talking about. So I look for Napier to have some kind of dialed up a couple of trick plays to catch LSU off guard. So, uh, but saying all that, I'm going to go 24 21. I just, I think the spread is three, and I think that's what it's going to come down to. All right. Well, here's the other thing. Uh, I, I, look, sometimes when two teams are evenly matched, it comes down to, who makes a play, who doesn't make yep. a play, uh, you know, is a ball tipped. The, the place that I'm looking at, believe it or not, if it's going to be a close game, field goals, neither team is very good. Right. Right? <laughs> They're yep. three of five. Florida is five of nine. So if it comes down to a close game, 
which kicker gets the job done. And the other thing, this is the seventh different offensive line combination LSU starting in their seventh game. They do get a guy back, which helps, but they've allowed 21 sacks. Florida, by comparison, has allowed four. And again, you're talking about a quarterback who's mobile. So those are two things I'm looking at in this game to see where the coin flips. Well, like I said earlier in the week, Steve, uh, I don't care what LSU's, um, what their problems were before they play us. They seemingly get well when they play us. So uh, that's that's just the, the history of the series. And like I said, they'll, they'll be ready tomorrow. But I, stay, I think we squeak it out 24-21. All right. Thank you, D. Appreciate the call. You got it. Um, let's see here. Picks for Paul, Ole Miss, Michigan, Oklahoma State, Arkansas, Bama, uh, Mississippi State, USC, Florida 28-17. to Offense clicks, but spotty defense keeps it closer than we like. Night game of the Swamps, a difference maker. Welcome to Gainesville, Coach Kelly. 12-28, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. The flagship of the Florida Gators, ESPN 98.1 FM at 8.50 AM, WRUF. Hey, Steve Russell here for the Road Heaver Boys Ranch in Palatka. This facility houses at-risk young boys from troubled homes and is sustained by donated cars, trucks, boats, RVs, or any vehicle. Donations tax-deductible and go a long way towards helping these boys learn real-life skills by repairing the vehicles and reselling them. A real win-win. The Road Heaver Boys Ranch has been helping boys for over 70 years. They need your help. So please consider donating your unused or unwanted vehicle. Google Boys Ranch Palatka or go to rbr.org and learn more. We know that we can depend on Gator Nation to step up when you're needed. The Roadheaver Boys Ranch has been helping at-risk young boys from troubled homes for over 70 years, and they need your help now more than ever. So please consider donating your car, truck, boat, RV, or any vehicle to help these boys. They learn real-life skills by repairing them and reselling them to sustain the facility. Donations are tax-deductible. Cash donations accepted also. Google Boys Ranch Palatka or go to rbr.org to learn more. Thanks again. He's got the 1966 Heisman Trophy, the 1996 National Championship Trophy, and seven SEC trophies. Steve Spurrier was the head ball coach. Now you can call him the head beer coach. And he's sharing his newest trophy, a can of lager. His head beer coach 1966 lager is available in 16-ounce cans at Spurrier's Gridiron Grill and all Gator football games. 1966 is refreshing in all kinds of weather and tasty enough to please any beer drinker. Head beer coach 1966 lager, a legend in a can. Please drink responsibly. Ready to let the great times roll? All you need is a crisp, refreshing taste of Bud Light. On game days. For summer fun. And firing up a barbecue with family and friends. An ice cold Bud Light makes your good times great. No matter what time it is, it's always time for a Bud Light. Copyright 2022, Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri. Drink responsibly. Hey, folks, it's Steve Russell for my friends at Southeast Car Agency in Gainesville, 310 Northeast 39th Avenue. They've been in business, family-owned and operated for over 40 years. And in all that time, they've done one thing. 
They've given you the best alternative you have to purchasing a new vehicle. The cream of the crop and late model, low mileage vehicles. They do their best to get the best selection and the best quality vehicles every single day. Check them out today. Southeast Car Agency in Gainesville. I can walk again. I can cross my legs again. I can wear heels again. After years of living with chronic joint pain, Andrea Southern is now living a normal life pain-free. Thanks to natural biologic treatments at QC Kinetics. We tried everything, and my husband had heard the commercial for QC Kinetics on the radio, and he told me to call him and check it out. That phone call changed Andrea's life. QC Kinetics used powerful natural biologics to treat her aching joints. It's high-tech precision medicine that can restore and repair damaged joint tissue with no surgery and no drugs, providing lasting relief. I felt like I was in my 20s again. I could tie my own shoes. Really, the little things that you don't think about. Pain in your hips, knees, back, shoulders? Get rid of the pain now. Call QC Kinetics. 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. QC Kinetics. 352 400 4550. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. This afternoon, things warming up nicely with rain free conditions and highs in the 80s. Sunday, same kind of thing, partly cloudy with highs in the middle 80s. Monday, highs in the 80s, but a cold front will cause a little rain and much cooler temperatures starting Tuesday, highs in the 70s. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Jeff George. And now, the, the, the Dan Patrick Show. Dan Patrick. And this is an overreaction to Chua getting hurt in the Bengals game. Now, the question is, what happens the rest of this season? Would you make that call in the postseason? Would you make the call in the postseason on Tom Brady's sack? Would you make the call in the postseason on Teddy Bridgewater's injury? The Dan Patrick Show. Dan and the Danettes and you. Weekday mornings at 9, right here on WRUF. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Weekday mornings at 6, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Sports Scene with Steve Russell continues here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app. Top of the 1 o'clock hour today, Greg McElroy is going to join us. McElroy, of course, doing the uh, analysis for television of the Florida LSU game. He'll be with us. And then Megan Borowski will be here to give you the game night weather. Bring Josh to the show. Hi, Josh. Yeah, Jake. Oh, Jake. Sorry, I've got Josh on my phone here. Sorry about that. Go ahead. That's okay. Hey, um, well, good. I'm looking forward to hearing McElroy. I like him a lot. But anyway, I was listening to you earlier, and I think uh, the synopsis of uh, the kickers is real good because neither one of them are very good. Uh, I think they lost their first game on extra point against Florida State, didn't they? Yeah, they've really, really been bad. On special teams. And, I mean, in a bit of a defense with Mahalik, you know, he didn't miss a chip shot. I mean, he his his field goal misses were longer field goals. So, we'll see if he gets better. Yeah, that's true. But, anyway, I think, uh, like it is so many times, uh, it could come down to whoever's got the ball last wins. That's how close the game I think is probably going to be. 
again, at three points when the odds makers put it that they're usually not that far off. So I'm looking forward to a real good game, and I guess the weather's going to be good, so that's good. So we just I think we need to pound the ball and, and have some good uh, RPOs, and I think we've got a good chance to win. I'd like to go ahead and do my picks. Okay. Auburn Ole Miss. Ole Miss. Arkansas BYU. Uh, I think I'm probably contrary, and I'm going to go Arkansas. Penn State, Michigan. Michigan. Oklahoma State, TCU. Same thing again. That's a real tight game, but I think the Horn Frogs going to win. USC, Utah. USC. Mississippi State, Kentucky. Mississippi State. Alabama, Tennessee. Well, I got a question on that. We uh, they still a game time decision on Bryce Young, or they said he's going to play or not? He the last thing I saw, he's going to play. Okay. I'm going to go with Bama. Uh, Gator scoring what? Uh, pretty close to what your other guy, D, said. I'm going to call it real close. I'm going to take the same number he did, 24-21. All right, Jake, thank you for your call. Greg, welcome to Sports Scene. Hey, Steve, usually don't call in. Appreciate your prognostication Friday and listen to all your faithful callers and their picks. I personally think it'll be close like it usually is with this game, and hopefully it wouldn't take a goal-line stand <clears throat> like it did that year at Tiger Stadium when Coach Max Gators were wearing all orange and they held them at the, uh, at the, at the goal line there at the end of the game to hang on and win the East. But the other big game, obviously, is Tennessee versus Bama, Steve. And like I asked your producer, I just wanted to ask you about that game. You know, hey, Gator fans, I'm a diehard Gator, but I just want to know your thoughts on the Tennessee-Bama game and who do you think will win. I'll listen off here and go Gators. Okay. Uh, thank you, Greg. It's it, Look, I know Gator fans don't want to see Tennessee bolt back into prominence. But they have a real chance here. This is their biggest home game in a long time. And my concern for Bryce Young is if he does play, how effective is he? You know, what percentage of of him is going to go out there and play? Tennessee can outscore anybody. And it can make up for a poor defense. They can beat you 49-40. They're not going to beat you 17-10. Bama could beat you in a game like that. A lot of points in this game. I just think Alabama's got something to prove here. That, okay, upstart Tennessee, you think you got it? Well, we're going to show you. So if if Bryce Young is healthy and can do what Bryce Young does, I think Alabama wins. Adam, hello. Oh, Hey, Steve. Appreciate you taking my call, my man. Mm-hmm. Listen, um, I'll, let's go ahead and get the picks out of the way because I want to give my analysis on Florida this weekend. USC, Utah. Utah. Mississippi State, Kentucky. Mississippi State. Bama, Tennessee. Bama. Arkansas, BYU. Arkansas. Okie State, TCU. I like uh, OK State, baby. Uh, Auburn, Ole Miss. Ole Miss all day. Penn State, Michigan. Michigan at home. Gator scoring what? Um, I think this is going to be a score of more like 34 to 17. Um, reason being, everybody's saying how much these two teams are carbon copies of one another. 
So you look for the underlying statistics, and I think it was Tony, your previous caller, who spoke about the special teams. They're atrocious in special teams. Our special teams are coming on. I believe we're going to have some some punt returns that are going to flip the flip the field considerably. I think, um, or I don't think, but I know that LSU is ranked 84th in the country right now as far as penalties. Um, Florida is currently ranked 31. So that's that's definitely a plus and a huge plus. Gator Nation is going to show up and show out, and they're going to give us the energy and just the mayhem to just throw their entire offense off. We take the momentum from them and keep it that way. Gator's going to show up, show out, including the defense, Steve. Go Gators. Okay, thank you. Uh, let's see here. BB says Ole Miss, BYU, Michigan, TCU, USC, undergrad Mississippi State, close. Bama till proven wrong. At home, Saints have no pity for suffering Bengal Tigers, only to pay penance in the desert to the Cardinals a short four days later. Uh, Gators must practice sound game management, but if not, watch out. Gators 20, LSU 13. Rob, hello. Steve, I just want to get my fix in, and um, that's about it for this lovely Friday. USC, Utah. Go ahead and give me the, the Utes. Mississippi State, Kentucky. I'll go with uh, State. Bama, Tennessee. I'm going to go with Bama, and I'm going to tell you why. Um, I think Bama, this this league is about trenches, and I think they're going to get the old boy and um, kind of harass them and disrupt the game. So I think Bama will win. Arkansas, BYU. We'll go with the Razorbacks. Oklahoma State, TCU. Go ahead and give me the Horn Frogs for a good time. Penn State, Michigan. Ah, we'll go ahead and go with Michigan. The Wolves are doing great under under Harbaugh. He speaks his mind. Auburn, Ole Miss. I like that coach. Auburn, Ole Miss. What's that? Auburn, Ole uh, Miss. Go ahead. Give me the Rebels. And a Gator scoring why? I'm going to say Florida, 37. And them boys from the Bayou, 23. And we can put up numbers. We did it against Tennessee. We're going to do it against LSU. Let's ball. Thank you, Steve. All right, Rob, thank you. Mike says two things you'd like to see against LSU, a Gator defense, uh, I think he means defensive back, within 10 yards of a receiver when he catches the ball, then make a textbook wrap-up, Lawrence Wright punishing tackle. Well, I can tell you one thing, Mike, you're, you're not going to see that. You can throw that right out. How many of those tackles do you ever see in a season, let alone in a game? And then Richardson's showing some grit and intensity. I'm sure the NFL is looking for that, too, from him. Let me ask you a question. When you watched Hendon Hooker play, did you see grit and intensity? What is that? Define that for me. Right? I can have all the grit and intensity I want, but if I suck, I suck. So I don't know what's expected of that, but those are two things Mike wants. Todd says, Ole Miss, BYU, Penn State, TCU, USC, Mississippi State, Bama, uh, Florida, LSU, very similar teams. AR needs to make his one read. If it's not there, he must, must, must use his leg legs. Even if it's for three or four yards, then get down. Positive plays always move the sticks. Helps take the focus off the running backs with his scrambling. Might be able to draw the defense in the box, go over them with the pass. 
big plays in the pass game. Special teams will be the key. 23-17 Florida. Tony uh, says uh, Ole Miss, BYU, Michigan, TCU, USC, Kentucky in an upset. Bama, LSU 38-28. Don't trust the defense against Daniels. So they have plenty of talent on their defense to confuse Richardson into making killer mistakes. We don't. We need to run the ball and play control ball control to win. Brandon sh- says uh, he's at work listening on the app. Brandon, thank you for doing that. I've noticed during the games when after Richardson makes a bad play, no staff or teammate comes to him to kind of keep him engaged or hype him up. Have you noticed that? Well, I know Napier comes to him and talks to him. Um, he said, "Why do you think that is? Look, I I think it's more of a coach to do that." than a player. That's just me. Uh, would that be the job of a team captain or a team leader? Perhaps. Yes. His body language is horrible during games. I think it's more mental than physical for him and his success. He picks Florida uh, 35-32 over LSU. 1244, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Sarah Zephyr. Gators Volleyball is on the road as they take on Mississippi State in a two-game series. The Gators are hoping to keep their three-match winning streak alive after sweeping LSU this past weekend. Coverage begins at 8.45 PM. Gators football will be hosting longtime rival LSU in a highly anticipated matchup at Ben Hill Griffith Stadium. Both teams currently stand at 4-2. and two. Coverage begins at 3 p.m. tomorrow. Just in, Gators women's basketball graduate guard Zippy Broughton is out for the season due to an undisclosed injury. Broughton posted about this injury on her social media this morning. Tonight in high school football, the Hawthorne Hornets will take on Union County Tigers in a non-district matchup between two teams that have their eye on the playoffs. That's the Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Sarah Zephyr. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Folks, if you want to join a team that's making a difference in people's lives, that team is Arthrex. They're hiring. They develop innovative technologies that help treat orthopedic injuries and get people back in the game. If you're looking to make a difference, join a global company that's nationally recognized for its extraordinary workplace culture and many great amenities and benefits like free lunch free on-site medical care, and a whole lot more, all starting on the first day you're employed. Check out available jobs at careers.arthrex.com. That's careers.arthrex.com. Hi, this is Dr. Luis Rodriguez of Exceptional Dentistry. Hear what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. I was really looking for some top-of-the-line dentists to be under their care. I mean, from the first day I came here, when you walk in, they treat you just with the utmost kindness. I've never known dentist or any health care provider in my life that has the compassion towards people that they do. It's just very well worth it. When you leave, you just feel great. But if you want good quality work and dentists that really care about you as a person and your your health care like that, come to Exceptional Dentistry because they are exceptional. 
This is Dr. Luis Rodriguez, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at ExceptionalDentistry.com. That's ExceptionalDentistry.com. There's nothing like living in gator country, especially during football season. Just ask Chuck Bush at Bush Auto Repair and Gator Transmission, keeping the Gator Nation on the road since 1954. And for the Gator Away games, why not grab your crew and head out in a Cruise America RV rental? Also available at Bush Auto Repair. You'll love all the creature comforts at fantastic pricing. Trust Chuck Bush Auto Repair when you're in the swamp or heading out of town. Visit online at ChuckBushAutoRepair.com. Go Gators! Come celebrate Tom Petty's birthday in Gainesville this October 20th, 21st, and 22nd at Heartwood Soundstage for three days of music and stories, 20 different acts, all playing Tom's biggest hits. The best part? It's free. Go to TomPettyWeekend.com to reserve your free ticket. Sponsored by Meldon Law and Visit Gainesville, Alachua County. The cooler weather couldn't have come at a better time because now's the time for the Polaris of Gainesville inventory clearance sale where you can save hundreds, even thousands on tracker boats and Polaris off-road vehicles. Enjoy the great outdoors with family and friends in the cool fall air. It's hunting season. So save on the off-road vehicle you need. And for bass fishermen, the fall spawn is happening right now. And those bass just love being hooked by tracker brand boaters. At Polaris of Gainesville, the 2023s are here and the 2022s must go now. Take advantage of interest rates as low as 4.99% and rebates up to $6,000. Enjoy free extended factory warranties on select Polaris models and payments under $99 per month on youth models. Now's the time. Polaris of Gainesville is the place for the end-of-season inventory clearance sale. U.S. 441 between Gainesville and Alachua. Online at PolarisofGainesville.com. Rebates and incentives on specific models. See Polaris of Gainesville for details. Interest in rates determined by lender with approved credit. WRUF Radio App, your source for sports every second of every hour of every day. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is Gator soccer coach Samantha Bohan, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM. 850 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Thank you, Coach. 392-8255. You can email srussell at wruf.com in our prognostication Friday day. Jeff's got Bama, Michigan, Ole Miss, TCU, Kentucky, BYU, Utah, Gators 27, LSU 23. Tony, hello. Hey, Steve. What's up, buddy? Hey, hey, Steve. I tuned in a couple minutes late today. Who was the interview that you were talking about? Uh, Greg McElroy is going to be here uh, in about 10, 15 minutes. No, but somebody that didn't do the interview, that didn't come out to do the interview with you. you were oh, 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 okay. That was uh, – somebody asked about Jim McElwain. Um, okay. And uh, asked if I had any run-ins with him, and I said No. Uh, he, I did a few interviews with him, but he never came up here and sat, okay. you know, one-on-one. Gotcha. Gotcha. All right. No problems. Hey, um, real quick before I get to the picks and to the U S game tomorrow, the baseball team, Steve, uh, practice opens at 1130 scrimmage is at 1 PM. I encourage everybody to get out. There's going to be a beautiful day before the football game. It's going to be a great day out there. The team looks real good, Steve. I've been out to about four or five scrimmages. 
practices, and, man, it's the opposite of last year. They have so much depth all around that infield, all around that outfield. Very excited about the baseball season, Steve. Um, let's go to the ball pick, Steve. Okay. Uh, a quick comment. Um, when, when, when Sully was here and even before that when I ran into him, he, he said that finally the roster is back where he thinks it should be. Um, oh, yeah. And it's showing now. I'll just leave it at that. Um, he did not fit. He did not fit. There's about 20 to 25 scouts on each of those practices and scrimmages. This is for practices and scrimmages, man. So they are talented and deep. All right, go ahead, Steve. Okay, USC, Utah. I'm going to stick with Utah. I'm going to stick with the Utes. Mississippi State, Kentucky. Steve, I told you about three weeks ago, right, that Kentucky was a fraud and they were going to start building up some L's. And here comes number three. Okay. I go Mississippi State. Uh, Bama, Tennessee. You know, um, it, it all comes down to Bryce Young, right? It all comes down, if he plays, I think it's a two-score game. And if he doesn't play, it's a two-score game the other way. So I think it all comes down to Bryce Young. I'm going to stick with Bama, that Bryce Young is healthy. Okay. Arkansas, BYU. I'm going to stick with Arkansas on that. Oklahoma State, TCU. I love TCU speed, TCU. Penn State, Michigan. Got to stick with Harbaugh, Michigan. Auburn, Ole Miss. Going to go with Ole Miss. Auburn is a disaster. And Gator scoring why? Steve, this is kind of like Florida, Tennessee in reverse, right? It, it looks like LSU has our number no matter what. And until Tennessee beats Florida, I'm going to pick Florida every day, right? Next year, I might pick Tennessee now. But until we beat LSU, there's some French quarter voodoo curse going on, man, because <laughs> we've been favored by three touchdowns two years ago by, like, two scores last year, and we all know what happens. And our third down defense is the most consistent thing. It's consistently awful. And I have visions of Daniels just heartbreaking third down conversion runs. So with that being said, I'm picking the same scores last week, 24-17, but the Gators coming up short this time. All right, Steve, I'll see you out there, buddy. All right, thank you, Tony. Andrew, hello. Yes, hello, Steve. Um, I'm going to talk about the game just briefly. It seems like a widespread opinion is that LSU and Florida are two similar uh, teams. And they refer to inconsistencies uh, week to week and both having the first-year coaches. And uh, even even with uh, LSU having that uh, blown-out uh, loss, um, I, I, I don't know. I think this thing's just – they know what we do. We know what they do. We're not going to change on offense particularly. So it's just going to come down to who executes, Steve. Okay. And uh, all righty. Well, let's uh, get those picks in, brother. Mississippi State, Kentucky. Mississippi State. Uh, uh, Alabama, Tennessee. Roll Tide. USC, Utah. USC. Arkansas, BYU. Man, you got to go with Arkansas. Oklahoma State, TCU. OSU, Pokes. Penn State, Michigan. Penn State. Auburn, Ole Miss. Ole Miss. Uh, did I say Bama, Tennessee? Bama, Tennessee? Okay. Yeah, yeah, we did that. And, Roll uh, Tide, I said. All yeah. right, Gator score and why? Gators score, uh, I say the Gators get uh, 27. Um, 
LSU uh, 20. All right, Andrew, thank you. Appreciate your call. Now, it's one of my favorite times. We get to hear about game night weather slash day, weather UF forecaster Megan Borowski here. Um, beautiful day. It's going to yeah. get cooler, I think, mm-hmm. right? What's in store for Saturday? It's going to be beautiful. I've got another great weekend, and I'm so happy about it. I don't have bad news. Um, yeah, no, it's going to be – we had a dry cold front actually come through this this morning, so you, you'll you feel outside if you, the drop in humidity. We'll still have lots of sunshine each afternoon. That should help temperatures uh, get us into uh, – or help get temperatures into the, the upper 80s tomorrow afternoon. So it'll be hot as you're starting off your tailgates, but not oppressively humid, so that's a good thing. Um, and then, you know, during gameplay, sun will set. We'll have temperatures falling into the low 70s, upper 60s. You might need a sweater for post-game just stuff. Just going to ask you that. Yeah, yeah, you might need a sweater for post-game stuff. I don't anticipate it getting too chilly. Uh, next week, though, different story. Tell us. Well, <laughs> Sunday's looking good if you're sticking around in Gainesville, if you're coming in from, um, from you know, anywhere throughout the southeast. Uh, then another cold front is really going to approach our area on Monday. You'll notice increasing cloudiness. It'll feel a little more humid. It'll get warm, too. It's going to feel a little bit like a summertime afternoon. Chance for showers Monday night. And then Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, high temperatures in the low to mid-70s. And we could actually have lows in the mid-40s on Wednesday and Thursday morning. Yikes. I know. I know. But, you know, it feels nice. And I'm a little bit sick of the summertime feeling. Um, It's kind of nice to be able to fling open the windows and turn the AC off. Um, So maybe not the 40s. I don't know if I want to get that cold. But, you know, it's not up to me. Yeah, that's true. Um, (laughs) Let me ask about... Out in the, oh, out out in the, in the oceans. Uh, yeah. Anything, anything <laughs> well, growing there? Nothing for the U.S. to worry about. We've Good. had Tropical Storm Carl is over the southwestern Gulf of Mexico, over the Bay of Campeche near the Yucatan Peninsula. It's kind of just been meandering over there the past couple of days. No, no. Uh, features really steering it. That should make landfall um, with Mexico either tonight or tomorrow. Heavy rain in that area. And there's another tropical wave off the coast of Africa that we that we're watching as well. Could develop a little bit. Looks like steering should keep it out over the open waters. And it looks like um, elevated upper level winds will actually rip it apart if it does develop. So so far, knock on wood, so good. We still have we still have a good portion of hurricane season left. About a month and a half, but. Uh, Right now, thankfully, nothing for the U.S. to worry about. I should know the answer to this, and I don't. What is the peak of hurricane season? Ah, so that's in, uh, we take it over a 30-year average, and of course it's a moving average as we keep going, you know, farther in time. Um, But it's about September 11th, September 12th, is in the middle of September. Now there is a a second relative peak that they they say occurs during October. Actually, I think we just passed it, but we are on the the other side of peak, which is great. Um, But, you know, that's average. Each year has its own little personality, as we've been seeing. So we still have to watch. Um, the Caribbean is usually this time of year that we need to watch the eastern Atlantic Ocean. You can get areas of low pressure that start to develop over those warm Gulf waters, those warm Caribbean waters. So we'll keep watching it. And, um, you know, fingers crossed we had our the worst of it. And hopefully that's it. But we're in the Storm Center watching. You like giving Good game day forecast, don't you? I do. It makes me so happy. I hate coming in here saying that there's a chance for lightning. Um, you know, last week it was hot because, you know, it was a noon game, right? It was noon yeah. last week. Yeah. Um, so that that wasn't too fun, but at least it was, you know, it was sunny and sunshine and warm temperatures. I, it puts a smile on my face to be able to say that. So. Good. Appreciate you as always. Thank Thanks, you. Steve. That's UF forecaster Megan Borowski with a beautiful 
game day, game night forecast. And then if you're like me, uh, liking the cooler weather, going to get some of that next week. Greg McElroy is going to join us uh, at the top of the 1 o'clock hour. He'll be doing the analyst work <clears throat> for the television broadcast of the game. He joins us. You can get, keep calling us with your prognostications in Hour 2 of Sports Scene. ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WAUF. UF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Here's another remarkable success story from QC Kinetics. This one from Chad, who hurt his knee at the gym one day, and it just kept on hurting for months. From my high school football and wrestling days, I already had a little bit of damage in there, but this just sent it over the edge. Chad tried traditional treatments with no improvement when he turned to the non-surgical regenerative treatments at QC Kinetics. It was really fascinating how they did their work, and the science behind it was very intriguing, and it works. Extracting the cure out of my own body blew my mind. It's like I'm brand new again. It was fantastic. Fantastic. That's because the QC Kinetics natural biologic treatments use your body's own healing power to restore damaged tissue in your hips, shoulders, back, and knees, providing long-lasting relief. Now I'm back at the gym. I'm 100% feeling great. If you're tired of suffering with pain from arthritis or injury, call QC Kinetics now for a free consultation. Call QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. In Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages, 352-400-4550. Why do we have to be told not to repay evil for evil? Because revenge is our gut instinct. You wrong me, I wrong you. You hurt me, I hurt you. You cause me pain, I'm done with you. But God says wait. You can't fight sin with sin. Even when it feels justified or fair to respond to evil with evil, the only winner is evil. A suggestion. Choose a different way, an honorable way. Make the choice not to retaliate or hold a grudge, but to forgive. Now, sometimes people will not want to reconcile or acknowledge the pain they have caused. If you wait for them to make amends, you might be waiting for your entire life. Yet we're called to forgive regardless of how they respond to the wrong they've done to us. This is what we see in Jesus on the cross. He teaches us to forgive others as he has forgiven us when we don't deserve it. This is Bryant Wright, speaking right from my heart. Visit rightfromtheheart.org and click television to watch our TV spots. That's rightfromtheheart.org. How many times have you looked around your house and said, one day, one day I'll add that pool, or remodel that kitchen, or maybe even take a dream vacation? Here at Radiant Credit Union, we say that day could be today. With our low-rate home equity line of credit, you can access the value of your home to make your dreams a reality. We offer an easy application, low rates, and in some cases, no closing costs. Radiant puts your home equity in your hands. Visit RadiantCU.org slash HELOC and get started on your home equity line today. Federally insured by NCUA. Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Welcome to Hour 2 of Sports Scene for this Prognostication Friday. Uh, Meg is going to produce the broadcast today. We are hopeful of getting... Craig McElroy on the air uh, with us here. Uh, uh, he, Joe Tessator, and Katie George will have play-by-play of Florida LSU uh, on Saturday on ESPN. And uh, anxious to talk to him about uh, a wide variety of things. 
uh, and we'll, we'll keep him for a short time. He's got some production meetings to attend to, uh, but we will do our best to get him here momentarily. Uh, as you call in today for our prognostication Friday, Auburn, Ole Miss, Penn State, Michigan, Oklahoma State, TCU, Arkansas, BYU, Bama, Tennessee, Mississippi State, Kentucky, USC, Utah, and of course, as we always do, we ask you for the score of the Gator game and why. I would say it's been about, I don't know, 75-25 in terms of uh, you picking Florida uh, to win the game. So we'll go from there. All right, let's bring in Greg McElroy to the, to the program now. Greg, thanks for doing this and taking the time. Welcome. Absolutely. Thank you, guys. Thanks for having me. Greg, I, I, a lot of people uh, want to compare Daniels and Richardson, and you know they're the same quarterback, but you played the position. Is that a fair statement? Are they similar, or are they different in your eyes? I'm sorry. My uh, phone just went to my Bluetooth for whatever reason. I apologize for that. Uh, I do think there are some similarities as far as their skill set's concerned. Um, their willingness to take off as a scrambler. Um, you know, design quarterback runs are, are not something that either one really liked to employ. I feel like, obviously, Anthony Richardson early in his career, like last year there were a lot of quarterback runs and, and there were opportunities for quarterback runs, but I think he's trying to develop past that right now. Uh, Jaden Daniels as well, like they're not doing like a lot of designed quarterback run stuff, like a la Tebow, right? Like a lot of designed quarterback run stuff that's designed to exclusively get him the ball um, and get him the ball in space and create favorable numbers in the run game. Like that's not really who these guys are. They're more kind of takeoff on the run. And, and as... Whoop, you there? Greg, are you there? Oops. Okay, we lost him. Uh, go ahead and try to call him back and see if we can get him back. I don't know what happened there, um, but we'll try to get him back. Technology sometimes can be wonderful. Um, okay, that's him there probably. Just go ahead and take that, Meg, and then we'll go from there. Okay, that's him. Okay. Technology is great. All right. We'll get, we'll get Greg back here. Hey, welcome back, Greg. Sorry about it. I don't know what happened there. Greg, are you there? Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, we got you now. Yeah, wow. <laughs> My backpack is in the car, and I don't know where it is. Parked. We got dropped off. We're eating at Miyapa oh, okay. here in Gainesville. So <laughs> our car is somewhere here, <laughs> and for whatever reason, my headphones are on in the car, so it kept going back to this. I just turned the Bluetooth off. I hope uh, hope we won't have any issues from this point forward. Sorry about that. Okay, that's okay. Um, <laughs> go ahead about your comparison with the, with the quarterbacks. I think they're similar in, in their ability to create. Uh, I think that the way that they've designed the offenses um, are a little bit similar as well. I do think that, that Anthony Richardson has a higher ceiling as a passer. I think Anthony Richardson has a higher ceiling as an athlete just because of his sheer size and the fact that he weighs you know 230 pounds as opposed to Jaden Daniels, 195, 200. So I, I think that they are somewhat similar, though, um, with kind of – Neither one want a lot of design quarterback runs to take advantage of the defense. They want to do it mostly based off of broken plays and scramble drills. So, whereas in the past you've seen you know mobile quarterbacks where they design run plays to make sure that those guys have favorable numbers, that's not really how either offense has been designed for both LSU and Florida. 
Um, and I think that's kind of a positive for the growth and development of each one of these two guys as they continue on. Uh, as you look at this game, uh, you know, the, sort of the 50,000-foot the view, what are some of the keys to this game if Florida is to win, if LSU is to win? Well, I think one thing that's amazing in this thing is I just can't believe how similar these two teams are right now. You know, both have had really bright moments. Both have had uh, very disappointing moments. Like the Kentucky game for Florida is probably the best example of just a really, I mean, just a bad game. I mean, and honestly, one that they had on their racket and just made, you know, countless mistakes the end of half. And just, it was just a bad performance. You know what I mean? Yeah. LSU last week, kind of the same way. Like, all right, Tennessee's better than Kentucky, right? Um, but if, you know, if LSU doesn't make 10 massive mistakes in the first quarter of that football game, it might look totally different, right? So I think both teams can probably look at, hey, man, this is the first year of a new regime, and there are some growing pains in the first year, and, and there's just been – it hasn't been without challenges, and it hasn't been flawless up to this point. But um, I think this is a pivotal game for both teams. I mean, I, I think that, you know, the biggest thing, when these two teams have lost, it's been because they've made – their own self-inflicted mistakes. It's been very simple. And if people say, well, Florida, look at their performance against, look at their performance against Tennessee. Uh, yeah, but, I mean, there were there were plenty of missed opportunities in that game as well, uh, it felt like, for Florida. And that was a, in a really hostile environment against the top five team. You know, so I, I look at just everything that these two teams are right now. Tomorrow's game is enormous because you all know this. I mean, we're in the media, we're in the reaction business, and <laughs> yeah. you're trying to you're trying to you know change the narrative of your program and maybe the future of your program. Five and two looks a lot better than four and three, especially knowing what's coming on the schedule for both these two teams. So uh, I think this is an you know all points bulletin for both first year coaches to get the win tomorrow because it can certainly uh, it can spin the narrative in a positive way if you get the W tomorrow. LSU's given up 21 sacks, Greg, and they're, they're starting another group on the offensive line. Seventh straight change with seven games. Florida has trouble getting teams off the field on third down defensively. What do you see with those two factors? Can, which one of those can, can right the ship if one can? You know, I think the, the – well, LSU's sack numbers – little inflated because of last week. They gave up five last week against Tennessee. Um, they were without their left tackle and their left guard last week. And anytime you're missing an entire side of the offensive line, I mean, that's that's tough sledding. And he got sacked five times, so it went from 16 to 21. Either way, I mean, it's a bad number. I mean, anytime you're you know north of 10 at this point of the season, it's not, not really what you want. Um, you know, I mean, Kentucky's got 25, I might add, which is the most by – an SEC team since 1999 through six games. So wow. it's it's pretty wild. Um, it's pretty wild right now what's going on with offensive lines kind of across the board as far as pass protection is concerned. Run game pretty much everywhere is pretty good. But pass protection, my goodness, is awful in the league right now, relatively speaking. Um, when you look at, you know, Florida's inability to get off the field, I think it's, a, it's paramount, um, obviously, in a game like this. Neither team is outrageously deep on defense. Uh, neither team feels real great about the possibility of, you know, there's a fairly significant drop-off from the ones to the twos to the threes for these two teams, and that's part of the reason why, you know, these coaches are where they're at. <laughs> it's because the direction and the trajectory for both Florida and LSU the last years, based on how they were doing on the recruiting trail, amongst other things, uh, it maybe wasn't as bright, and that's probably why their depth is certainly challenged at this point. So uh, I think 
you know, Florida, obviously, if you get going against an offensive line that's had some struggles, um, the advantage is always on the defense because all it takes is one guy to win against one of their guys, and, and you're, out, you know, you're out the gate. And for an offense to be successful in a third-down situation, you need all five guys up front doing well. So uh, I think advantage Florida in that particular spot. But I think the real key to this game, y'all, is can LSU be better against the run? I mean, we know Florida's going to gash it. We know they have excellent backs. We know that Anthony Richardson's a really capable runner. And we know that LSU gave up 264 yards last week against Tennessee. Yep. Now, totally different approach, totally different offensive identity. <laughs> you know, I mean, it, there's nothing more different than what Josh Heupel does compared to what Billy Napier does. But either way, uh, and that's where the game's going to be won and lost. I think it's really much more about when LSU's defense is on the field and Florida's offense is on the field, and whether or not LSU can limit some of the hits that they took last week on the ground. Final question for you. I have a theory. You know, you're you're looking at two programs, and I agree totally with you that they're kind of mirror images now of where they are today. LSU the parallels not- are insane. We are at. We have a graphic. I mean, it is insane how similar <laughs> these teams are. It's wild, man. And it, honestly, it's cool because it's a rivalry and. You know, both teams were not that far removed. I mean, yes, LSU won it in 19, but in 20, how close was Florida to potentially winning it? Yeah. I mean, when you really think about it, I mean, like, I mean, no one played Bama better that year. So neither team really that far removed from unbelievable success, too. So the parallels are insane. You're 100% right. Well, and, and that leads to my last question. Given that it hasn't been, you know, Florida's been at the mountaintop, LSU's been at the mountaintop, but I think it's harder now to get to the top than it used to be because there's so many other teams in the league that are better. Mississippi State's better. Ole Miss is better. Kentucky's better. Do you agree with that? Um, I think it depends on who you are. Uh, I will argue this. Um, I think it's a whole lot harder to get to the mountaintop if you're, say, Auburn than it is if you're, say, you know, Florida or LSU. Gotcha. I, mean, I, think, I think if you're – or South, like if you're South Carolina, yeah, it's going to be really hard to climb uh, just because of the portal and, and everything else. But if you're an established program that these kids have seen, you know, in the spotlight, if you're an established program that has recently put a whole heap of guys into the NFL, I don't think it's, I don't think it's too, you're a year away from flipping the switch. And next thing you know, you know, it's Katie bar the door. Let's go. Wow. Look at S. Look at SC. That's I mean, true. SC is a perfect and granted, yes, that's the Pac-12, and I think SC loses this weekend. I might add. So, wow. okay. you know, but I also think too. I think SC, if you're an established program that you can point to and say, hey, "Man, look at what we've done. Look at my track record as a coach. Look at my, look at our school's track record. Plus, you look at the NIL support. Plus, you look at you know the current state of the SEC. I think you can get better overnight." I really believe that. Now, I think you can also get worse overnight, too. Like, I think you can get really bad, too, in a hurry. Um, so I, I think that it's certainly, while I agree that it might be difficult to climb the mountain, I think it totally depends on what program it is. And uh, fortunately for these two programs that are involved in this game tomorrow, um, <laughs> it won't be long. Just put it that way. Okay. I love both coaches that have been hired at both places. And you know, I, I think it's only a matter of time before these teams are playing and competing for championships again. Oh, I'm sure Gator fans love to hear that. Thank you for your time. Go eat your lunch, and uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll say hello tomorrow night. Thank you for taking the time, Greg. All right, thank you guys for having me. Appreciate you got it. it. Yep, Greg McElroy from ESPN. He's got the call of the game joining us here on Sports Scene. 
All right, uh, the rest of the day, it's us, 3928255. You can email srussell at wruf.com. 115, time check brought to you by Hayes Chillery, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Sarah Zephyr. Justin, Gators women's basketball graduate guard Zippy Brown is out for the season due to an undisclosed injury. Brown posted about this injury on her social media last night. Sticking to Gators sports, Gators volleyball began their two-game series against Mississippi State. The Gators are currently on a three-match winning streak and hope to keep it alive. Coverage begins at 8.45 p.m. Gators football will be hosting longtime rival LSU in a highly anticipated matchup at the Swamp. Both teams currently stand at 4-2. Coverage begins at 3 p.m. tomorrow. Tonight in high school football, the Hawthorne Hornets will take on Union County Tigers in a non-district matchup between two teams that have their eyes on the playoffs. That's the Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Sarah Zephyr. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. You know, you kind of feel good when you can lend a hand to people, an organization, you know, whatever it might be. Well, you can get that feeling by helping out the Road Heaver Boys Ranch in Palatka. If you have an unused vehicle, just about any kind of vehicle, a car, a truck, a boat, an RV, motorcycle, whatever it is, please consider donating it to the Road Heaver Boys Ranch because this facility houses at-risk young boys from troubled homes, and it's sustained by your donated vehicles. They learn real-life skills because they fix them and then they resell them. So that really is a win-win. Donations tax-deductible, and they go a long way towards helping a really great cause. Generosity is always good. In this case, it does a lot of good as well. To find out more, Google Boys Ranch Palatka or go to rbr.org. Get ready for game day, Gator Nation. Join your fellow UF alumni and friends to cheer on the orange and blue before each Gator home game at the Gator Nation tailgate sponsored by GEICO. Located at Emerson Alumni Hall, directly across the street from the swamp, you'll have a prime view of Gator Walk, live music, games, and all kinds of family-friendly fun. Featuring barbecue and beverages from Mojo's Hogtown and exclusive Gator gear from the UF Bookstore. Learn more at ufalumni.ufl.edu. Go Gators! You want to go to the place that has the freshest burgers in town made to order? That place? Dick Mondell's Burgers and Fries in Gainesville. Hey, it's Steve Russell. Great food, great shakes, great fries, and they support local Florida cattle ranchers. They still feature their great milkshakes like the Key Lime Shake. Outdoor patio umbrella seating is available, too. If you're in a hurry... Visit DickMondells.com. You can order ahead. They're open seven days a week. You can see them on Facebook and Instagram. Better ingredients make better meals at Dick Mondell's Burgers and Fries. There's a feeling of pride and excellence that comes with living in Gator country. Just ask Chuck Bush at Chuck Bush Auto Repair and Gator Transmission. A safe running vehicle needs regular upkeep, so Bush Auto Repair specializes in same-day maintenance. And when she's not running, an ASE tech and computer diagnostic will identify the problem and fix it right the first time. Straight talk and excellent service you'd expect in the swamp. Read their reviews. Keeping cars on the road since 1954. Call Chuck Bush Auto Repair and Gator Transmission. Come celebrate Tom Petty's birthday in Gainesville this October 20th, 21st, and 22nd at Parkwood Soundstage for three days of music and stories, 20 different acts, all playing Tom's biggest hits. 
The best part, it's free. Go to TomPettyWeekend.com to reserve your free ticket. Sponsored by Meldon Law and Visit Gainesville, Alachua County. Hi, this is Dr. Art Mowry of Exceptional Dentistry. Listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. There's this uh, one physician that I admire a lot and trust with my life, and they referred me to Dr. Art. But you know, I had to invest in myself, my confidence with my smile now, and, you know, it's just made the world a difference to me. So much. It's just so well worth the investment I made here. Dr. Art has an amazing um, technique. Um, bedside manners are just amazing, makes you feel relaxed. Like, you know, you're part of the family, and that's, I want an exceptional work. Um, that's why I came to Exceptional. <laughs> In exceptional dentistry, it's all about the trust and the confidence that the patient can have with the with the team here. Love Dr. Art. This is Dr. Kim Mowry, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at exceptionaldentistry.com. That's exceptionaldentistry.com. We are your home for Tampa Bay Buccaneers football. Touchdown! You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM. 850 AM WRUF and anywhere in the world with the WRUF radio app. And now, more sports scene with Steve Russell here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM WRUF and online at WRUF.com. Rest of the day, it's us. Prognostication Friday, Auburn, Ole Miss, Penn State, Michigan, Oklahoma State, TCU, Arkansas, BYU, Bama, Tennessee, Mississippi State, Kentucky, USC, Utah, and Gator Score and Y. 392-8255. Email srussell at wruf.com. William says he comes from a coaching family. Interesting to see how most coaches highly overrate practice. Incredible how long it's taken to put Johnson and Etienne up on the depth chart. These guys are three and four in the league in terms of yards per touch. Uh, practice matters, but some guys light up and play better than they practice, and inverse is also true. Heard everybody say how good Driscoll was in practice, yet when game time came, it was mostly poor play. You turn the lights on, put guys with different color jerseys out there, cameras in the crowd, uh, it changes things. Most coaches take way too long to acknowledge that. We have two Heisman winners in Danny and Tim, who both coaches said were awful in practice. Love to hear your feedback. I think what happens, and I, I, I've done this, w- when you know what a player has done in the past and that player has started, you, you tend to go with that player just because of what they've done, right? So I get it with Naquan Wright. Even though you know Napier could walk in here and say, well, look, I know my guy. I know Montrell Johnson. I know what he can do. He should start. Well, he deferred to somebody who was with the program. And I still think all three will play. But, yes, you're right. Um, Numbers don't lie. ETN and Johnson have been more dynamic, no question. Will they get more carries as the season goes along? Time will tell. But I, I, I get it, right, that you have loyalty, if that's the word, and sometimes you don't get off that 
until maybe it's too late. In this case, I don't think it is too late. Uh, all right, let's get Al. Al says, uh, you really don't have a favorite petty song? Okay, you're American girl if you're forcing me. But tomorrow I could tell you a, a different one. I, I'm, that's how it is. But if you're making me, embarrassing me here, Al, to, I would say that. Um, Herb. Steve, I've never called or emailed. I'm not a big sports guy. But I love the uh, talk about sports in terms of these coaches. First-year coaches. I heard your previous guest talk about where they were as a, or where they are as a program. Can you elaborate some? Well, there's a lot of parallels here, Herb. First-year coaches. Certainly, Kelly had a bigger pedigree, you know, coming from Notre Dame. But there's programs that had have been very good, that have sort of fallen to the middle of the pack a little bit. A lot of similarities. And I do think, I agree with McElroy, that it won't take too long before both these teams are back more prominently. But once again, Oklahoma's coming in the league. Texas coming in the league. This league is going to be tough. Matt, hello. Steve, let me ask you this. Who would you take right now, Driscoll or Anthony Richardson? Driscoll. Yeah, I would too. I well, hate to say that. <laughs> I- I'll qualify that, okay? Yeah. The problem is, in in that comparison, are you asking me the college Driscoll? Because for whatever Jeff Driscoll was or is, he's an NFL player. Well, he's also 30. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, but and, that hurts. and I know what you're saying about, you know, college to college. Yeah. But that, because the college Driscoll, we all saw a lot of up and down. Well, the college Richardson, mm-hmm. a lot of up and down. But, I mean, Driscoll certainly was a better thrower. Not a great yeah. thrower, but certainly. A, so that's why I would lean to that. But, again, you're talking two totally different offenses as well. Mm-hmm. I'll go ahead and get my picks in, Steve. Okay. Auburn Ole Miss. Ole Miss by three touchdowns. Arkansas BYU. I think Arkansas is overrated, so I'll take BYU. Mississippi State Kentucky. Mississippi State. Alabama Tennessee. Bryce Young playing. Yep. Yeah, Alabama by three touchdowns. Penn State Michigan. Wow, I won't be watching that, but I'm gonna root for uh, I'm gonna root for uh, Michigan, I guess. All right, Oklahoma State TCU. Uh, let's take TCU. Sonny Dykes doing a hell of a job. Yes, he is. USC, Utah. I'm going to take Utah because we need Utah to win to make us, make ourselves feel better. Yeah, well, Greg <laughs> McElroy's predicting uh, Utah as well. Uh, Gator scoring yeah. why? Steve, I'm so tired of losing to LSU. Both these teams are slap average at best, and I do agree with McElroy. We'll get better, both teams. We're at home, Steve. We gotta win this. They've won nine of twelve, which honestly is somewhat embarrassing. Um, I'll take Florida. I, I say we're gonna win by six, so let's just say twenty six to twenty. Talk to you later, Steve. Okay, thank you. <laughs> One of the great things about sitting in this chair among a gazillion is to sometimes hear the angst 
of fans. And Matt right there, oh, we lost these guys. Nine out of 12. Oh, he's got to win. The... But that's called a rivalry. And I also do not think this game is going to stay as a year-to-year rivalry, and that's too bad. The only constant is change. I wish it was different. By the way, I don't know if you heard this. The 1992 and 97 Gator football teams are going to be recognized during the final home game against Carolina. That's November the – think of this. That's November 12th, a long time from now. Um, of course, 30th anniversary of the 92 team, 25th anniversary of the 97 team. That, that 97 year um, – that, that game with Florida State was something else here. Something else. Loud, loud, loud place to be. 128, time check brought to you by Hayes Chillery. Final half hour. Keep it going. Let's finish with a flurry of calls and talking sports here. Also, we'll give you an update on the baseball playoffs. ESPN, 98.1 F- FM, 850 AM, WRUF. From the heart of campus and the College of Journalism and Communications on Stadium Road, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Dave Ray's Automotive, we get the bugs out of your car. College football season is here, and there's lots of great plays being made. Hey, it's Steve Russell. Let me tell you about one of my favorite plays when it comes to my automobile. I take it to Dave Mays Automotive. Why? Because I trust the team to treat me and my vehicle with respect, integrity, and honesty. If you're tired of being treated like a number at the chain stores, make a great play and head to Dave Mays Automotive, located at 2905 Northeast 19th Drive in the industrial complex behind the Sunnies on Waldo Road. Brakes, AC, oil changes, tires, engine and transmission work, and of course, their famous bug check. Modern to import, diesel trucks and fleet service, they do it all. Learn more at DaveMaysAutomotive.com. Dave Mays Automotive, we get the bugs, all of them bugs, out of your car. Football season is here. Time to let Electronics World upgrade your home entertainment so you can enjoy all the big games this fall. Hi, this is Tom Collette. Score big with a new Sony 4K Ultra HD TV or a custom-designed, professionally installed home theater from Electronics World. The winning team at EW can put you right on the 50-yard line in your own home. Come visit us today and see for yourself. Just off Newberry Road, west of I-75 near TJ Maxx or online at electronicsworld.net. As a small business owner, you've got ings to do. That's why the UPS Store is here to help. From printing to shredding, even mailboxing, you can get every ing your small business needs all done in one trip, saving you time for all your other ings, like professional photo taking or just enjoying family dinner. The UPS Store, every ing for small business, all in one place. The UPS Store. The UPS Store locations are independently owned. Product, services, pricing, and hours may vary. See Center for details. October is National Pedestrian Safety Month and a time to remind everyone that pedestrian safety is a shared responsibility. 
pedestrians. Walk on sidewalks, or if a sidewalk isn't available, walk facing traffic. Watch for cars exiting driveways or backing up in parking lots, and remain visible at all times. Motorists, failing to yield to pedestrians in crosswalks could result in a citation and points on your driver's license. Remember, pedestrian safety is a two-way street. Brought to you by the Florida Department of Highway Safety and Motor Vehicles. Who you hire to be your advocate after an accident is important. Choosing a figurehead lawyer with little courtroom experience may not be your best move. At Fine Farcash and Parla Piano, you will speak directly with one of the four attorneys fighting for your case. You don't need the biggest law firm. You need an experienced lawyer who will present your case with clarity and conviction. You pay nothing unless we win. Visit ffplaw.com for a free consultation. Weather Center. Here is your WRUF weather update. This afternoon, things warming up nicely with rain-free conditions and highs in the 80s. Sunday, same kind of thing, partly cloudy with highs in the middle 80s. Monday, highs in the 80s, but a cold front will cause a little rain and much cooler temperatures starting Tuesday, highs in the 70s. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Jeff George. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. For the New York Jet fans and Coach Robert Sala, just understand, I have a no-exchange policy. So you can't come back to me with your receipts. receipts yeah. You buy and you keep it. That's Buyer just it. beware. Buyer beware. So thinking that you're getting ready to clown me in a couple weeks as you pile up victories, not going to happen. <laughs> Key, J, and Max. Weekday mornings at 6 right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. From pylon to pylon, we are your home for all things football. 63 touchdown, and the ball game is tied. You are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is University of Florida President Kent Fox, and you're listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Some other things happening in the world of sports. Major League Baseball Divisional Series. Yankees hosting the Guardians today. Bottom of the second behind Nestor Cortez. The Yankees lead 2-0. And speaking of that, do you remember when the the Indians played the Yankees in 2007 and Chamberlain was pitching for the Yankees and all of a sudden he was just swarmed by bugs? Well, guess what? They might be back. When the Guardians go home, they were there. Uh, They're they're called midges. I did not know that. And they hatch along Lake Erie. And at the Browns game, they were there in force. So watch out, Guardians. Watch out, Yankees. Also in baseball, Bruce Suter, Hall of Fame closer, Passing away. He was 69 years old, uh, unfortunately, a a victim of cancer. Uh, He died in Cartersville, Georgia. And then Tom Brady fined $11,139, was it like 16 cents too, for attempting to kick 
uh, Grady Jarrett, the Falcon lineman, during Sunday's game. Um, here's what I don't understand. Maybe somebody knows the answer to this. Fines for kicking are $11,139 for a first offense. Why isn't it like 11000 or an odd, I mean, an even number? And the second offense, it's 16444 Why is that? Fines for roughing the passer are 15000 for the first offense, twenty for a second. That makes sense, doesn't it? Anyway, later on today in baseball, Braves and Phillies series tied at 1. They'll start at uh, about 4.30. The Yankee game is on TBS. The Dodgers and Padres tied at 1 tonight. Both are on FS1. All right, let's get some calls, I hope, to end the day, because if not, it'll be a long 25 minutes. 3928255. Monday, Shane Matthews here. Tuesday, Laura Rutledge here from NFL Live and ESPN. She'll be here. Roger says, this is a statement game for Napier. He'd never say that. We've already dumped two easily winnable games to a rival in uh, Kentucky and, uh, as he calls them, you toothless Tennessee. A win here goes a long way to getting this team to a 7-8 win season. Also shows we aren't staying in the bottom third of the East for long. He's got Horn Frogs lose the gunfight with Oklahoma State. Hogs get salted in Salt Lake City. The Big House is no home for a Nittany Lion. The Mildcats get leached. Forget the hypo. He's getting Sabinized. And Trojan Man has his way with the Utes. He says, your Florida Gators 23, LSU 19. Why? I wouldn't pick LSU in tiddlywinks. Giving their classlessness the past five or six years. Secondly, because of the swamp. Um, what is Florida's record since won't back down was implemented? That's a good question. Uh, loves the new tradition. Think the team needs to follow through. Uh, and he says his favorite petty song is "You Wreck Me," but like me, it's that's today. Jim, any idea whether LSU has a quality tight end? Seems the tight ends with quality have really exploited our defense this year. Um, I don't know what that what quality means. They don't have one like Utah. I'll say that. Uh, they throw into the tight end a little bit, but not a lot. Uh, he says it's either the scheme or the linebackers aren't as good uh, in pass coverage. Um, William says hope in the offseason we'll have former UF alum Lauren Shahadi to talk baseball. Lauren's been on this show before, and uh, we may look to get her back. Uh, she's a good kid. All right. Meg is going to get some more phone calls for us here. We still have time for your prognostications here before tomorrow. Dave is first. Dave, hello. Hey, Steve. How you doing today? Good, Dave. Good. Let me uh, get my picks in first. And then okay. We'll Let's go uh, USC, Utah. Utah. Alabama, Tennessee. You know, I think finally the the balls are going to win this. Okay. Mississippi State, Kentucky. Mississippi State. Arkansas, BYU. Arky. Okie State, TCU. Ooh, that's a tough one, TCU. Penn State, Michigan. Uh, is it 
is it where's it being played? Michigan? At the big house. At the big house, I'll go with the with the Harbaugh's. Yeah, nobody's picking Penn State at all. Uh Auburn Ole Miss. Ole Miss. And Gator scoring what? I think we're gonna win about thirty one twenty one. Um it's time. You know, um I think it's gonna be really electric. And I think that that really does matter with the guy's psyche and everything else. I just think we're going to be jacked up. They're going to be jacked up, and we're going to get uh, premier player performances out of our guys tomorrow and then just think that we're you know world champions after that. But it's we're not. But I do think we're going to have it together tomorrow night. It should be fun. Well, I, I agree with something Greg McElroy said earlier, and it's, it's an optic, and that's yeah. all that it is. But if you win this game, you're five and two going to yeah. a bye week. Yeah. And the schedule gets tougher for both yeah. teams. And I'm not sure many Gator fans thought Florida would be five and two at right. the break. So it's a big game for both teams. Right. Yeah, it really is. So I'm up here in Tallahassee, Steve, and I'm thinking that these uh these Seminoles are gonna give uh Clemson a pretty tough time tomorrow. It doesn't have to be that way. I think Clemson's the better team, but uh, Florida State is not as bad as we would like them to be. Uh, they just do dumb stuff, and I wouldn't be surprised if we saw an upset in my town. Do you have any thoughts? Yeah, I, I don't think Florida State is there yet. I think yeah. they're better. Uh, I love the quarterback. Um, but they've still got a lot of holes. Now, Clemson is not the powerhouse Clemson. So, I mean, could this game be close? Yeah, it could be fairly close. I, I just don't see Florida State having enough, though. Yeah, probably right. Yeah, that, that would be – I had to bet the house, I would agree with you, but I just got this feeling. We'll see. Um, hey, have a great weekend. It's, uh, it's beautiful weather here. I'm hoping it is there, too. Yep, really nice. Looking forward to it. See you okay, there. thank you, Dave. Appreciate your call. 392-8255. Email srussell at wruf.com. Kyle emails, and uh, he's got a great question. He says, uh, with Florida getting the recruits that it got yesterday, it just seems like they still have holes to fill on the defensive front. Uh, is it me, or do you agree? No, I agree. But I'm going to say this again without being able to talk to assistant coaches. Tony has always been known, Patrick Tony, as a good recruiter, and Billy Napier has, has uh, put on his staff people that can recruit. You don't get all of those in one class. You, you just don't. But it was certainly good yesterday. And look, when you can say Florida got X recruit and beat out Alabama – for that recruit, that's a pretty good thing. And Florida's able to do that. It is going to be fascinating over the next three, four years because what I'd like you to do is after this year, after this year's over, take a snapshot of where teams end up and then when Oklahoma and Texas come in the league in 25, see what the snapshot is then. Because you've got an Ole Miss who's unbeaten. Can they sustain that? 
Mississippi State playing really well. Can they sustain it? Kentucky now has lost a couple, but before that, you know, they were ranked. So it's going to be fun to see who elevates, who drops in all of this. Tom, hello. Hey, Steve, how you doing? Good. Awesome. Love the show. Thanks so much for all the information that you give us Gator fans, especially us that live out of town. We really appreciate it. Uh, it's great to hear uh, Greg uh, McClory on with you earlier today. Um, I've got an unusual question, Steve, one you may not have been asked uh, recently. <laughs> okay. And I probably should know the answer to this, but I don't. Why is it that the uh, football team stays in a hotel even for home games? I've never quite understood the reason for that. They want to take the team away, um, keep them as a team. If you, if you don't, well, what's to stop a kid from going out? Right, uh-huh. you don't want that. So, right. and you want to, and I think this is a sport of routine, right? So, mm-hmm. uh, home and away, they do the same thing. Okay, okay. Well, I always wondered about that. I thought, well, you're right there. I wasn't sure because you, you know, it's almost like an away game until you get to the swamp, and then it becomes, <laughs> you know, becomes but, a home game. But isn't it also funny that if you think about it, if you think about um baseball basketball they don't go to hotels for home games right that's true yeah. i hadn't thought of that yeah. yeah so football is to my knowledge i could be wrong the only sport that does that yeah yeah i hadn't thought about that before um and obviously, you know, they. I don't assume it, it's not the entire team, right? It's, it's just the team that's that dresses out. Is that how yeah, that yeah. works? Yeah, and I, I believe that's right, I, especially in SEC games. I think you're only allowed to travel, you know, X amount of people. Yeah. Okay, Steve. Well, I appreciate that. That was just something I've always wondered and, and meant to ask and never had a chance to, so I appreciate it. Okay. Thank you, Tom. Appreciate your call. One uh, forty-five. time check. Brought to you by Hayes Chillery, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WAUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Sarah Zephyr. Justin, Gators women's basketball graduate guard Zippy Broughton is out for the season due to an undisclosed injury. Broughton posted about this injury on her social media last night. Sticking to Gators sports, Gators Volleyball begin their two-game series against Mississippi State. The Gators are currently on a three-match winning streak and hope to keep it alive. Coverage begins at 8.45 p.m. Gators Football will be hosting longtime rival LSU in a highly anticipated matchup at the Swamp. Both teams currently stand at 4-2. Coverage begins at 3 p.m. tomorrow. Tonight in high school football, the Hawthorne Hornets will take on Union County Tigers in a non-district matchup between two teams that have their eyes on the playoffs. That's the Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Sarah Zephyr. ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Hi, I'm Emma Smith, Hall of Famer and all-time leading rusher with exciting news. If you suffer from chronic joint pain, Emmett Smith wants to introduce you to QC Kinetics. QC Kinetics is the nation's leader in biologic treatment for pain. 
I'm talking regenerative solutions that encourage your body to heal and repair itself. No medications, no surgeries, no downtime. If you have pain in your knees, hips, lower back, and shoulders, don't assume the old treatments are the only treatments. Learn more about how you can get lasting relief with biologic treatments that can repair and restore damaged tissue. Call to learn more about this exciting natural way to deal with chronic joint pain. Play golf without pain. Walk upstairs without pain. Play with your kids and grandkids without pain. Get back on your job without pain. Live your life pain-free. Call QC Kinetics. Call QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. 352-400-4550. Come celebrate Tom Petty's birthday in Gainesville this October 20th, 21st, and 22nd at Parkwood Soundstage for three days of music and stories, 20 different acts, all playing Tom's biggest hits. The best part, it's free. Go to TomPettyWeekend.com to reserve your free ticket. Sponsored by Melvin Law and Visit Gainesville, Alachua County. Dollar General is a proud sponsor of the 2022 ESPN Events College Football Tailgate Tour. Looking for really low prices on the items you use most? Then stop in at your nearby Dollar General, where you can get in, get out, and get on your way. Dollar General is your official retailer for tailgating and home gating, whether you're on your way to the stadium or watching from home. With brands you know and love to make game day your favorite day. Dollar General. Save time, save money, every day. I love the ocean. Me? I love a slow, winding river. I love the lake. Slick as glass. But nothing compares to what you love inside the boat. My family. My child. My best friend from first grade. If you're behind the wheel of a boat, pay attention. That way your favorite water will always be safe water. Learn more about boating safety at myfwc.com. Brought to you by the Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission. This Saturday on ESPN Radio, it's a showdown between undefeated Big Ten rivals when fifth-ranked Michigan welcomes number 10 Penn State to the Big House. We're 5-0. We're playing, obviously, a really good Michigan team on the road. We're ready. The Nittany Lions, the Wolverines. Coverage starts Saturday morning at 11.30 right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Southern Sports Today with Chuck Oliver, weekdays at 2, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and on your phone with the WRUF radio app. It's the Dean of Sports Talk in Gainesville, Steve Russell, on ESPN 98.1 FM at 8.50 AM, WRUF. Welcome back for our final segment here. Let's bring PG in. PG, hello. Hey, Steve. Uh, just listening to you talk about Texas and Oklahoma entering the league, and I... I know the playoff is right around the corner. I guess, what, two years away now? Well, they're hoping two years away, yep. Yeah. And the format, the way it's set up, it's each conference, the big power five, get a a seat at the table, right? Get a team in. Yep. And then there's a bunch of at-larges. Yep. I I really like that because I was saying, you know, I called your show when 
a lot of these changes were happening. And I just thought it wasn't good for the sport that, you know, certain parts of the country who love their football team, you know, aren't going to get in or, or teams leaving those conferences. I just, I think that's a really, really good thing. Now, when Texas and Oklahoma enter the SEC, I mean, you might have USC in that top 10 recruiting ranking because it's already pretty Florida uh, SEC driven, especially with Florida entering again, like they should be. Um, I just don't see how the SEC doesn't get two or three teams in. You know what I mean? Like at that when that time comes, because uh, there's going to be so many good teams. Florida and LSU come back. Alabama stays where they're at. Georgia. I just I don't know, man. I know we're in this year, but just looking forward, like you were saying, it's going to be pretty wild. You know, one of the things that I've always tossed around when it came to teams in a playoff or teams in championships, right, is fairness versus earning, right? Why is it? Why is it? I'm just throwing this out. Why is it that you have to have a representative from each conference? Why? Yeah, I, I, I what? hear what you're saying. I, I know what you mean. It's hard to quantify it, too, because at least like when you look at the NFL, they're going to play good teams, and you can't play everybody, but you cross over enough. But like a Pac-12 team or, or a Big Big 12 after Texas and Oklahoma, who, who can you really, you know what I mean, put their strength to schedule? But there's not enough teams crossing over with the size of the conference. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's going to be hard, harder to do that. Um, but I do like it because I just, I just thought it was a bad idea to see teams like Baylor, um, you know, Kansas State. They love their team. And these places sell out. I'm just naming a couple off the top of my head. And it's good for college football. I'm not saying complete parity, but just, you know, geographic, regions. Every, like, the whole country watches college football, you know? And – your, their teams are important, and I just think it's—I think it's a good thing. Well, so, see, um, this is this is what bothers me a little bit. Because I'm going to speak out of both sides of my mouth. If you're going to if you're going to value winning a conference championship, then this makes sense, because then you have when you win a conference championship, then you go to the playoff. Good. That that means you're con- winning your conference means something, okay? The other side of the coin is, is the third best team in the SEC who may not make the field better than the conference champions that are in? That's always yeah. the dilemma you're going to have. and that. But I still think if you're going to value championships and winning something, this is the right thing to do. Yeah, and, and that's exactly why, what I was calling it. It's like you, you almost have to put three SEC teams in. If, if the forecast looks like the way the power is going to be, the third best team in the SEC should get in because they're, they're going to be a really good team. You know, just objectively looking forward. You know, you never know year to year. But, um, yeah, it's, it's really interesting. But I did like that they did that. Um, I guess Sankey had to sign off on that, right? The SEC commission? Yeah, I mean, I think they originally was Sankey, I think uh, Jack Swarbrick, the Mountain West commissioner, and I think way back to when uh, Bowlesby was the Big 12. I I think those were the architects 
of that 12-team model that when it was first developed. Yeah, and that probably saved some of those conferences, right? I mean, if you look at it, at least it gives them a chance and, and put a team in. So that, that's pretty cool. Uh, last thing, I'll take it up here. I do think Florida beats LSU tomorrow. Uh, I just I just have a feeling they got home and see some growth from the team. My only thing, and I don't know if somebody called your show. I heard somebody talking about it. Sometimes it feels like, and I know with this team, the margin of error probably isn't going to be that great. But could you see in the future, like, Billy, you know, he plays games to win, not really putting teams away, you know, and, and winning a lot of close games? Or do you think this is something that, that he's just having to do now until he builds his roster? I'll take it off here. Okay, thank you. Thank you. PG, I'm a big history guy. I was watching Louisiana play Wednesday, and I saw a lot of what Florida's doing now under Napier, the shifting at the line of scrimmage, you know, that sort of thing. I, I just think he's older school in terms of the offense that they run, right? And it doesn't mean you can't score points because we've already seen tailbacks break off big runs. Well, they're big plays. I think people think that big plays only come from the passing game. Wrong. You can have a big play in the running game as well. Jonesy, I have no earthly idea what in the world this means. Um, oh, okay, I see why now. He 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 used the word find instead of the word fine. He said, I have no idea why they will find somebody 11000 39 and some change for kicking. My guess would be the $39 and some change is to remove the shoe print from wherever he kicked them. Uh, yeah. Um, Mike says uh, Bama uh, by 21, Penn State, Ole Miss doesn't give the rest of them until uh, the Gators can play tight pass coverage and stop giving up third and 18 or third and 21. I can't pick them against good teams. Okay. And I think that's overrated, too. They threw for 220 yards last week. And I know it's frustrating to see when it's third and 18 that the other team converts it. But nobody ever gives the other team credit for doing that. Well, sometimes you have to give credit to the other team. That's just how it is. Uh, he's got 31-28 um, LSU. Don't forget. Oh, before I go, uh, let me give you a quick update on um, what's going on in the baseball playoffs because the Yankees and the Guardians are playing right now. Um, and i got to quickly get this on my computer here. All right. Oh, boy. Uh, the Yankees, 2 nothing. Bottom half of the third. Stanton, a two-run homer, to give uh, the Yankees the lead. I'm going to say this again. It is amazing to me. This entire week, except for the crazy call about the late hit, not one call about an NFL game. Not one email about an NFL game. That blows my mind. But where we are. Don't forget, our pregame coverage starts tomorrow 
3 p.m. Come join Shane and me live at the University of Florida Bookstore in the Rights Union. We'll do our pregame show from there. And then uh, about an hour after the game, the extra morning postgame, show your chance to call in and let us know what you thought about Florida LSU. Monday, Billy Napier, I mean, he may not talk Monday because it's the bye week, and I'm not sure how that's going to work. Uh, but Shane Matthews will talk. He'll be here. Uh, and then we'll do Inside the Huddle on Tuesday. And then Laura Rutledge will join me Tuesday. And then we're going to take a few days off to recharge the batteries before we get ready for UGA. Well, Meg got through it today. So, Meg, thank you for producing today. We thank you for listening, and we hope you enjoy your weekend. You are listening to ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYF. Don't forget, later on, Gator Volleyball comes your way. They play Mississippi State tonight. You can hear it beginning at 845. Florida Volleyball has kind of been under the radar a little bit, uh, but they're nationally ranked, and uh, hopefully they can get two on the road they play today and play tomorrow at Mississippi State. All right, that's it for me. See you later. WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. In the South, it's always college football season. And the king of college football reigns supreme all year long. Southern Sports Today proudly presents the Chuck Oliver Show. It's an inside look at everything college football. Now live from Atlanta, Georgia, it's time to talk college football with the reigning king of college football, Chuck Oliver, on Southern Sports Today. If 33rd franchise is the ultimate compliment for a college program, I know who still has the belt. Chuck Oliver show on a Friday, and by me dropping in the word still. Oh, he's talking about Alabama. I am. And Georgia right now is every bit the program, I will say, on the field and, and a lot of other ways. But I think it's the one the one last difference is you can't you can't change a history as quickly as you can change your immediate. And so it, I'm talking about, like, history of the past two, three, four, five years during their – everybody on the Alabama roster, if you were recruited there uh, at a high school, then you're talking about what you were thinking of Alabama during the recruiting process, maybe going back five, six years. And it's just different when that level of expectation is just drilled into you for, say, five years instead of, say, two or three. So that's the only thing. The difference between Georgia and Bama right now and Ohio State is, you know, the you know the, the very few programs. But 33rd franchise is what I would bestow. I give it the belt to Alabama. And that is essentially, you're not the 32nd franchise because the conversations that come along every so often. I remember there was a year, if you go back and look, Ohio State was rolling along like 8-0, 9-0 or something, and there was a year that the Browns at the same time were like 0-9, like the exact opposite, like maybe winless. And the conversation was, Ohio State could beat the Browns. And I was like, no, they couldn't. I was like, the Browns would win by probably 20 points. That's like a three-touchdown difference. 
Uh, and so you're not the 32nd franchise, but the 33rd franchise? Okay, that's us. And what that means, it's not just, hey, we're closer in talent. Because, it, it, again, that's just most talented roster in college football. Why would I say 33rd franchise? It is an extreme level of talent that's required, to be sure. 33rd franchise is who really operates like it's a like it's a pro franchise? Who really operates like it is the 30th? If there were a 33rd team, it's us. If there were one more, like any place outside of the 32 that exists, if the NFL were to look around and go, who does everything like if the, where's the 33rd franchise? Who's out there doing it just like it were the 33rd franchise? That's Alabama. And when it comes to how Alabama's approaching Bryce Young's injury ahead of tomorrow's game, it is a pure NFL approach. He's healthy enough, he's going to go. And barring anything between right now as you hear these words and 3.30 local in Knoxville, folks, he's starting. I will say that is my full expectation. Hadn't talked to Nick Saban. Hadn't talked to Bryce Young. Have talked and texted to others and folks who are supposed to know things. And, and we'll actually have one of those. And I'll say it's about as good authority as possible. We'll find out what he thinks. Uh, Drew DR. Dan, Drew's on today, right? Yeah. Drew DeArmond on in hour two, talking Alabama. And so we will get his opinion. But my opinion, the pro mindset. And I'm not saying that Bryce Young's girlfriend slapped him in the face and said, you're the quarterback for the Crimson Tide, damn it. Um, I don't think anything like that happened. But I think this entire week, here is what a pro approach is when it comes to injuries, especially at quarterback, especially in a situation where it might be clearly down to winning or losing. It wasn't against Texas A&M. On the road versus Tennessee is not quite the same as at home versus A&M. And Haynes King, for all the good things he did, he made some good throws, made some of his better throws of the year. That in no way compares or even is in a conversation to what Hooker is going to do. So when you look at this approach, it could be winning or losing. And in the NFL, more than any place I know of in sports, and I say college or pro, but in college, at least, I don't know, you got 85 kids. In, in pro football, the NFL, you got 53 and then the inactives off of it. So, and you got a salary cap and you got to allocate funds. And so in college, you can get as many great players as you can get. In the NFL, I don't know. Andy Reid said, uh, all right, GM, spend like 26% of our salary cap on the quarterback. So you make a choice like that. And do you know what goes along with that? I am not saying that an NFL franchise is going to put the quarterback in harm's way. Tua, I'm not going to say that it is just a cold bottom line league. It's a cold bottom line league, folks. I've told you before the phrase that I've heard from folks who are actually coached in there and played in there and all the experience you can have in the NFL. The phrase that I have heard several times, I'll, I'll say that, from a lot of different guys who don't know each other even, is if you can go. And in the league, if you can go, 
Well, that's where the Senate, Senate stops. Hey, if you can go. And you just leave it at that because you don't have to finish it, then you go. If you can go on Sunday, you can take the field and help us win. It might not be easy, and it won't be painless. And you probably won't be feeling great come Sunday about 8 o'clock. But can you go? See, I just quickly moved back, and I paid a little lip service to the whole thing about, you know, your bodily you know, status and your actual experience during the game. Let's get past that. Let's talk about what happens for the team. Can you go? And if you can go, and I'm going to say with some atomic bomb and a, and a gauze wrap, I don't know. Maybe they use stronger stuff in the league. But with whatever it is, can you go? Oh, yeah, I can go. That's what the NFL is about. Is it bad? Not necessarily. You get the better players on the field. And Bryce Young's going to be the – if Bryce Young takes the field, he's the best player, and that includes Hendon Hooker. And without Bryce Young, I don't believe Bama wins. So a pure NFL approach to this, which there are other there are other college programs and coaches and that have this same sort of mindset and approach, and at the highest level, you almost have to. I'm saying 33rd franchise in that look at the talent, look at everything they do on field, off field, nutrition science, training, uh, academic study, whatever, film work, whatever it is. If there is a pro way to do it, they do it in Tuscaloosa. And that includes looking at the depth chart and injuries. So my opinion right now, barring anything between this moment and tomorrow afternoon in Knoxville, he will start. Now, that will either be a factual occurrence or it won't. There's no judgment or evaluation. He either starts the game or he doesn't. So let's get to the point of, all right, Chuck says he's going to start, and I really believe that. Okay, does he play well once he starts, and does he finish the game? Bryce Young's going to start. Will he finish? And how will he perform? See, that's that's the impacts the entire season part of it, and I don't just mean for Alabama. If he plays, and st- does he finish, and does he play well? That impacts how the entire rest of the college football season unfolds for every team in the sport. But neither of those outcomes either play well or finish the game. Neither one of those is very likely if he doesn't start. And I'll tell you, this is the one dynamic about a quarterback that you will get a lot of heat on this. This would have been, I'm going to guess here, I hope I get this right, 2011 season? I believe that's right. And Florida State and E.J. Manuel, and he's really beat up, and they go on the road to Wake Forest. They start Clint Trickett, maybe. And in Winston-Salem, Dan, you're supposed to be checking all this. In Winston-Salem, the offense, because, you know, E.J.'s a little banged up, but you know what? It's just Wake Forest. And so we're going to start the backup, even though, hey, E.J. could play, it's just Wake Forest. So you start the backup, you find yourself in trouble, then you put the injured quarterback in off the bench, which is a horrible look, and then you don't even win. 
So that's about the worst it can unfold. Um, and can I tell you the worst part about that? It's not just limited to the on-field part. Do you know what the worst part of everything about that scenario? I just hey, he could play, but we're going to hold him out. Uh, because you know what? We can beat this opponent without him. Do you know? Because the player, by the way, the players always know. The players always know who's hurt, who can play, you know, whatever, who's ready. When you show up for practice and you know the quarterback, he's he's healthy enough to play. And at this level, folks, we're at the Florida State, Bama, Ohio State, Texas, USC level. It's franchise, 33rd franchise stuff. So if you're healthy enough to you get out there. You don't have to be 100%. You just have to be enough to get on the field and play because that's our mindset here. If the players know that the guy could play, but the coach has decided, hey, it's just Wake Forest, you just dial down the intensity, focus, seriousness, everything that your team believes about the opponent. When there is a kid who can play, who's healthy enough, and you decide, yeah, you know what, it's just them. You, you just threw a giant landmine out there in front of your own team, and you're the head coach. So that's another factor to consider. It's not just, well, because like, I saw commentary, well, hold him out till he's 100%. Stop talking. He's the quarterback. And for whatever, this might, get offended if you want. He's the quarterback at Alabama in the SEC. Best program matters the most. So when I go back to that whole, it's the 33rd franchise, and they have that whole pro mindset, that NFL approach to an injury at quarterback to a guy being less than 100% at quarterback. Again, I said, I can tell you, he's starting tomorrow. That's my understanding, my belief. I don't know if he's finishing, and I don't know how he'll play, but he's starting. And there is no negative commentary that goes along with that. If you're going to win at the highest level, you got to be like the teams that play at the highest level. Georgia is our home. That's why at Georgia Power, we're building the future of energy. Over the last decade, we've invested nearly $10 billion to strengthen the electric grid, installing new substations, upgrading transformers, moving power lines underground, and investing in cleaner energy. We're making the electric grid more resilient and reliable for you and for future generations. At Georgia Power, we know that making smart investments today prepares us to meet our customers' needs tomorrow. At Truist, banking is better with care. And in baseball, the playoffs are better with the Braves. Truist, the official bank of the Atlanta Braves. And once again, this postseason, we're backing the A all the way. Join us as we root for our home team at Truist Park and on the road in their quest for another championship. The Braves are heading back to battle, and all of us at Truist have their back. Truist Bank. Member FDIC. Hey, folks, here's great news for active aging seniors. The Canega Watch, the only medical alert smartwatch with built-in fall detection. Yeah, the Canega Watch is much different than the other guys. It's a stylish, discreet watch you can wear all the time. Get help through the watch in one of three ways. Your voice, pushing the watch's alert button, or have the fall detection connect you to a U.S.-based 24-7 monitoring center who will speak to you through your watch 
and can send help to your GPS location nationwide. And get this, it can do that even if you're not responsive. This is true 24-7 peace of mind for you and those that love you. Order your Kanega watch with a full refund 30-day trial period. Call now, 800-478-0816, 800-478-0816, 800-478-0816, that's 800-478-086. 